Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laidman. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. How are you doing, sir? Uh, better than yesterday, Mike. Well, this is this is Tuesday for everybody else. I had a brain-crushing headache yesterday, and it was brutal. So I couldn't do it. I had yes. to put it off. We put off recording a day so that you could recover. Yes. And, and I feel much better. I feel much better now. I'm much more lively. I don't feel like I want to die slash throw up all over the place. So that's good. That's good. That is yeah. very good. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that. Although I put myself in a bit of an issue. Why is that? Well, at the time when you were like, oh, you know, can we push it a day? I was like, okay, well, when we push it a day, that means I have one less day to do the edit. And that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Because I'm off. So I figure, you know, I have the extra time to be able to put into doing the edit. It's okay. We can put it off. You take your rest. It's awesome. Then I remembered that the whole reason I took two days off was so that I could completely disassemble and reassemble my entire office space to make it more productive for work. So (laughs) I had to make sure that everything was reassembled in time for us to do the podcast. Because again, I I had two days of like, oh, I can just take my time with it. Meanwhile, I'm like sweating my butt off, like, get it done, get it done. You only have so much more time. (laughs) Yeah, but seeing how much more efficient you were, Mike, now you had a deadline and you had goals to reach, right? I I mean, you're welcome, really. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Well, it it, (laughs) is funny because the whole point was to make the office more manageable for both Laura and myself to be able to work in a shared space because you know we we had this space that we were both working out of because we're both working from home and it was okay when it was a temporary space but it's, it's not staying a temporary space so we're both kind of at our wits end and we needed to, to fix it mm-hmm. so i felt really bad because laura came home tonight and and i'm like so i had to get everything set so i could do the podcast so my area is pristine like i everything is all nicely put in places the cords are are, are managed and, and wrangled in, in uh, with velcro ties and and i got more space at my feet than i've ever had and everything's nice and clean and her her area if i could put it in you know just a few words to describe how it looks right now garbage dump <laughs> nice and surprisingly yeah. unmike like that you were actually able to keep it to a few words too <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks well what what ended up happening was is i actually got everything ready like like for for my stuff because basically what i had to make sure was that my laptop worked and my computer worked because the situation is i swapped back and forth between the home computer to do our podcast stuff and my work computer to do work stuff. I use the same monitors for both. I use the same speakers for both, you know, same mouse, same keyboard. So I have to make sure that both function. Yeah. So that was, that was my priority. And, and so like, Literally, once I got all it tested and I'm like, okay, everything works. I didn't screw up the audio. I'm recording, you know, like we're not going to have another episode like episode 97 where I screw it up completely. Once that was all confirmed, I looked at the time and I was supposed to start making dinner 10 minutes before that happened. And it was like, oh, okay. All of these cords and things that still need to be put away and, and put together nicely on Laura's side, it all just 
got shoved in the corner. <laughs> that's that's future Mike's problem, right? That's it's, tomorrow. Yeah, it, yeah, it's tomorrow Mike's problem. It was so funny because Laura's like, I'm excited to see what you've done today. And I'm like, OK, well, just keep in mind, because I had to make sure everything was ready for the podcast, that your area is 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 a bit of a mess that will be fixed tomorrow. And she's like, OK. And she opened the door because I closed the door because I didn't want the cats to, to play in all of the, you know, open cords and stuff. And she opened the door. And then she closed it. And I was like, don't, don't you want to see? And she's like, just looking at what I saw gave me so much stress and anxiety that I'm just going <laughs> to look at it when you're done. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, it's a work yeah. in progress. But, I mean, hey, we, we were able to do our record. Everything's all set up. I'm happy. And I'm, and I'm happy. Because it's episode 100 of this podcast. I know. Right? What a milestone, eh? Can you believe it? Well, I mean, kind of. <laughs> but at the same time, no. You know, I wasn't sure if we would peter out after like 50 episodes. But yeah, here we are. Almost two years later. Still going. Yeah. I think Still it's actually, I think it, as of right now, it's legitimately two years on the dot, isn't it? I think October 1st, it was the when we decided. Well, when we did like year. the release though, right? But when we actually got together the first time to record some episodes, I feel like it was the start of September. Maybe, yeah, I guess because we recorded eight episodes, four in one night before the kids were born. So that would put it, that would put it early September. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. There you go. About two years. Two years. You haven't aged a bit, Mike. No, I just grew a lot of hair. That's <laughs> that's uh, there's a poll out on Instagram right now of uh, that Laura put together of whether or not I should finally cut my hair. I mean, I'm off for two days, and I was like, do I book a haircut? Like, yeah, you, you might as well, Mike. The answer is yes. But I, I I'm so like, I don't know what to do. Still, you know, like I don't know if I want to keep it long or go back to what it was so i just keep putting it off because i just like don't know what to do so oh well we'll figure it out at some point but we're not here to talk about my haircut yeah we we did ask we just put out the call to some folks they said hey if you guys want to celebrate along with us let us know you can send us an email you can send us a tweet give us a statement give us a question you know, whatever. And we did get some some things. One of was a bit of feedback for last week's episode where it was like, get superpowers and then you can get drunk. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> That's that simple. <laughs> sure. Will do. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, do it like if, if you're like the flash, then you just don't metabolize the alcohol. And I'm like, oh, OK, there you go. All I need to do is get struck by lightning while falling into a vat of chemicals and, and I'll be set. Right. <laughs> Yeah, just that easy, right? I don't know why you haven't done it already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we did get a, we did get a question which came from our, our Twitter account. So since the question is shorter, let's go with the question. Sure, yeah. And this is from uh, good good boy, our friend Sydney. His question was, "What were your expectations starting this podcast compared to where you are now?" Oh, I have to answer first, eh? This yes, is, because this I is read the, the question. Of being the the non question asker. That's what happens. Oh man, expectations. Um, I don't know. Like, you want to know, like, in regards to like the actual podcast itself? I think the only thing I expected was that we would be providing more like parenting advice. 
you know, even though it's like non-expert advice, I thought we would do more of that stuff. But instead, we've kind of gone to more like just here's stories about our kids and that sort of thing. But yeah, like when when it because when it started, we were we had discussions that were like, when is too early to introduce your child to the television and things like that. Right. But now, like those those things come up in our stories. I suppose that's true. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're more uh, they're more seamless and integrated and that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it was a natural evolution of that concept into us just talking about our kids and being like, "Hey, you know, Ben likes to to mow the lawn. When's a good age to start giving an allowance?" You know, like that kind of stuff all <laughs> yeah. goes into it now. Yeah. So, I guess the only other thing I I never really gave any thought to like listeners when we first started doing this. I yeah. think we both just sort of decided like we'll throw it out there and whatever happens happens, but. I am shocked at the number of people who have listened for the full hundred episodes and, you know, cause I kind of figured we would get a bunch and it would sort of taper off and eventually we'd realize that nobody's listening and then we would just call it a day, but that's never happened. We we've, we've kept growing, you know, slowly, but steadily. And anyway, when we're, we're no Joe Rogan here, but no, uh, no, yeah. not at all. But the, the other thing that I thought was very interesting too, is I've talked to people who catch up. You know, like, yeah. oh, I've missed 50 episodes. I'm going to go back 50 episodes and listen to them. And I'm like, it's it's like we were just talking about, we're mostly news-based now. And I'm like, that stuff is all fairly old at this point. Like, you don't need to listen to all that. But but they're <laughs> like, no, no, you still tell stories about your kids at the beginning. And that's the stuff that, you know, that's that's interesting. Because that's, that's the thing. When we started telling stories about our kids, I'm like, no one will care. No one's going to care about our stories about our kids. And then I actually started listening to a different podcast where they begin every episode talking about their kids. Right. And I found that interesting. And I'm like, okay, if I find this interesting, then people have to find what we're doing interesting too. (laughs) Yeah. And we've never looked close enough at the metrics to know if they sort of skip by the kid part, but I don't think so. Because sometimes it's the entire episode, right? (laughs) Sometimes. Sometimes there is no news and it's just kid stuff. But it is funny that you you bring that up because one of our mutual friends, Rob, he's having a kid literally tonight as as we're recording this. No kidding. And sorry, and my dog is just freaking out over here. Um, but yeah, he's having a kid as we speak. And he said he started going back through and listening to the old episodes because he is at the point when he started that we were at two years ago. So he was doing like the maternity classes and whatever. And he listened to our experience and that kind of thing. It's like, okay, yeah, we do provide value after all. There you go. So that's it. That's basically that's what we should tell. Like that should be in our Twitter bio and our Facebook bio. What point are you at? And then we'll just tell <laughs> yeah. you. Here's the chapters. Basically. Here's the chapters. Yeah. If if you haven't had the kid yet, start at episode one. If you've had the kid, start at episode eight. If you yeah. you know when they get to their first birthday, pop in at episode forty eight or whatever it is. I don't yeah, know. That's that's a good one. Yeah. So there you go. So that that people do like that stuff, and and you know like I I find that because I've been I've been talking to people on. On the streets, you know, that makes it sound like I'm <laughs> like out, streets, the, yeah. out on the streets. You're out there with the microphone. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I talk to a lot of people in, in the park and because I like, I, you know, parks are open again and I'm starting to run into other parents at the park. And a lot of the stuff that I find myself talking about with them is stuff I've talked about on the show. 
you know? So it's stuff that people want to know, you know, like, I don't know. I, we were talking about daycare and, and uh, you know, how soon do you start daycare and, and, and things like that. And that's stuff that we talked about on the, on the show. Yeah, so it was, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. And it's funny because every time I'm out with somebody and I'm talking to another dad, Laura's like, when are you going to plug your podcast? And I'm like, I don't ever plug my podcast because I don't want people to think I'm talking to them only so I can plug a podcast. <laughs> I put the business card in their car windshield later, right? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. how you do it. Yeah. I should just walk around. I got the t-shirt. I should just wear the t-shirt yeah, every time I go to the park. And then when people are like, I've never heard of that podcast, I should be like, it's great. I have no affiliation with anyone who runs it. <laughs> well, it's funny. It's funny you bring it up because this was not a question we got emailed to us, but Tiff brought it up and she says the podcast has actually ruined her life, Mike. Really? Because all of her friends and anybody we talked to about kids have already heard all the fun stories from this week. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I heard it on the podcast. It was like, oh, right. Okay. Well, well it, was, it was pretty funny when it happened, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, Laura's got the opposite problem. Okay. She she is upset when I don't tell stories on the podcast. Oh, okay. Okay. She's yeah. she's like, you need to make sure that you tell this. And I'm like, well, if I remember. And she's like, no, 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 write it down. <laughs> because I want to hear this on the podcast. Yeah. I want to hear you talk about that. So it's pretty funny. I definitely I definitely filter a lot of like the Ben stories. I'm sure you probably do the same with William. Like I've got like five written down, but I'm only gonna probably say two because when I actually see the other ones, it's like, is this kind of mundane like we don't really need to talk about this you know i don't know if you do the same kind of thing sometimes i do sometimes i just like oh hell i need content yeah <laughs> you know i gotta talk about something yeah you know william popped another tooth today bam it's in there yeah, there know? it is yeah. <laughs> but yeah no it's 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 been interesting i think the biggest surprise to me when i was talking to somebody uh, like interacting with somebody and and i was like so how do you know chris because i assumed because it was someone that i didn't know Mm-hmm. That they must know you is which is why they were listening to the podcast. Right. And they're like, oh no, I just found it. That was that was the shock to me. Like like just found the podcast? Are these like random people or like friends? Yeah, no, it was a random person that just found the podcast on the internet. And I mean, like we have I mean, the person who's asking this question is a person who we didn't know personally. And and he he found the podcast. So when people like that started to appear, it was like Wait, what? <laughs> you know? Yeah, that that is true. Uh, the extra life stream for me was very eye opening because I definitely expected exactly zero viewers the entire time, and then to find out we actually had people listening. And then when we streamed like the game night, what was it like a month or two ago now? And we we filled that up like that was pretty surprising. And and when we actually did extra life, that we met our goal, and we met our goal really early too. Mm-hmm. Like I was actually really surprised. Like we, we streamed for twenty. Well, I streamed for twenty four hours. That's right. You were you were in and out. I think I had like six hours in there. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be you better this year. We'll be much better this year. This is true. Which which I was actually this since we're starting September, I was going to use this episode to plug that we are doing extra life again, and that we are going to split it up. And do multiple days instead of one sh- like twenty four hour stream because that way we get more of both of us and less of me going crazy when I haven't slept in twenty four hours. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I think we're talking like two twelve hour days, but we'll work out the details. Yeah, later. we'll figure yeah. it out for sure. And the other thing that we're also going to figure out for sure too is I got to figure out how to put one of those little bars on the bottom that says how much money we raised because we didn't have anything like that last year. And as soon as we hit, we hit our goal. It was just like done. 
and I still had like 12 more hours to stream, <laughs> you know? And I feel like if, if there was like something there that people could have seen, you know, how we were doing, we might have had a, a little more action. But I mean, that's that's something that you learn as you grow. And, and I'm not going to, you know, overstep and think that we're going to raise, you know, twice as much as we did last year or anything like that. But, you know, we're going to probably reach for the same goal we did it i i was overjoyed when we when we made our, our goal last year so i think you know it's it's fair to make sure that there wasn't a fluke that we go for the same goal so that's what we're going to do for for extra life this year but yeah extra life was was great and i'm really happy that we're going to be doing it again well that's good that's good yeah so shall we get into the letter that we received? Yes. Yes. Let's read the... What, what do you want to do? You want to read it like a paragraph at a time and then respond to it like that? Or do you want to read the entire essay and then respond to it afterwards? I feel like it's a kind of as you go. Okay. As okay. you go thing. So if there's questions that come up before the end of a paragraph, we can we can hit them then. Okay. Sounds good. But yes, this is this is a letter from our old friend, Nikolai, who pops in every 20 episodes or so and sends us a letter that's a third of the length of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so and this one is not any different. <laughs> he actually messaged me last night that was like, if I don't have enough time to write this uh, this down, I'm just going to call you and leave it as a message on your voicemail. And I was like, nice. No, 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 we don't need to do that. Chris, Chris has a headache. You have plenty of time to write it. And he's like, oh, OK. So anyway, hi, dads. Just wanted to say congratulations on hitting episode 100. And well, frankly, I look forward to 100 more episodes of Mike telling the same stories multiple times and Chris's disdain for bug snacks. Correct. I'm going to play that song when you least expect it. <laughs> yeah, you better not, Mike. Like right now. Oh, yeah, yeah there it is. I don't actually have it playing. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, but I'm, I'm probably going to edit it in. Mm-hmm. So you can't hear it, but when you hear it later, it well, will as long there. as I don't have to hear it in person, that's all right. Okay. Well, then, jokes aside, really happy for you both hitting this milestone and almost never missing an episode except that weird seven-minute one. Yeah, well, you know, we explained that one. Mm-hmm. That was That was my stupidness, but whatever. Really shows your dedication, and I appreciate it as it makes my Thursday commute. Since I'm working from home still, my Thursday mid-morning retreat from the computer that much better. I just had a thought. We took a Christmas break. So we didn't we haven't hit every week. We took a Christmas break last year. I will probably do the same this year, I think, too. Unless I can somehow convince you to pre-record a few episodes but probably not we'll see we'll see and while i realize it's been several months since the last time you heard from me know that i've been quietly listening waiting for the right moment to strike like a curled up cobra sorry i've been totally sucked into cobra kai on netflix that's fair i've been meaning to give it a shot and i probably will later for this moment first of two questions and maybe more of a challenge is this would you consider playing the true game of the year of 2019 as we wait for the launch of the new PS5. Are you willing to give it a true college try? Will you both try Death Stranding? PC for Chris, PS4 for Mike. Some comments made months ago about this game reminded me of Mike's unwarranted hatred for No Man's Sky. I don't remember unwarranted hatred, but I feel like I said something to the effect of people were like, People didn't like No Man's Sky. 
<laughs> Ooh, a hot take, Mike. Yes. This injustice has not sat well for me for a long time. The game landscape is and environment is gorgeous. The soundtrack is phenomenal and the story is very Kojima. So basically interesting and mixed with different WTFs. And the gameplay is actually quite good. Don't get me wrong, you will deliver packages, a lot of them, if you want to get the Platinum. But this is only used to advance you into the world and story. Given we are in a bit of a lull for new must-play games, it might be worth a shot. Correct, you're wrong. The sins of the past and keep on keeping on. (laughs) Well, uh, I can say if it goes on sale, I would consider picking up the game. But it's very, very unlikely for me to buy it full war retail. That's for sure. Okay. Well, you know me. I'm not super sold on like these in-depth single-player RPG style games, so it's true. You're a, you're very much a multiplayer, one and done, fast, yeah, fast, multiplayer fast, action, competitive kind of games. Those are the ones I love the most. Yeah. Uh, as for me, playing Death Stranding, uh, no. So moving on, uh, no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I will say, I'll say this. I, I have games that I'm playing right now, and I have a new game coming in a few days. So I will not have time to play Death Stranding because I'm going to be playing this other game that is coming next week, and also. It's going to be taking up a lot of my time. Uh, it is Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning, if you know that at all. No, none, no. Of, those, none of those words ring a bell. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a remaster of a 2012 RPG that I loved, that very few people played because it came out at the same time as Skyrim. Oh, okay. Oh, I think you probably mentioned this at some point in the past. Yeah, it's a game that I, I absolutely love, and I, I'm I'm very happy to have an excuse to to play it again. So, no, I will not be playing Dust Stranding because I will be <laughs> playing Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. Even though it is on sale, I, I, there's a website that I follow, and Death Stranding is, like, incredibly cheap right now. And I was like, maybe, no. And then I went back to other things that I had. Wait, you're really, you're really just twisting that knife right now, Mike. Poor maybe, Nikolai. Maybe one day, <laughs> but not right now. Yeah. Back to the letter. My final question, now that you've hit 100 episodes, are you planning anything new for the podcast that you are willing to announce? Any new segments? Any monthly guest hosts? Just wanted to know if there were any upcoming surprises outside of the already teased Mike's Moving episode done live from the U-Haul. <laughs> <laughs> And how are you working to continue to evolve and grow? After all, the Roman Empire fell when it stayed stagnant. Your biggest fan, supporter, and advocate, Nikolai. Well, that's very nice of you to say. What do you think? Do do we have any fun new things that we're planning to announce? Well, I think we've both talked about doing more guest host stuff. Yeah. Not necessarily replacing us, but like bringing in a third person, right? Like we've talked about your brother, my brother, obviously... You know, Rob's having a baby. Nikolai just had a baby. We have a lot of people we could bring in. It'd be interesting to talk to like other dads about their experiences and that kind of thing. Yeah. As, as far as like actual segments and stuff go, I mean, I've got ideas written down all over the place, but I don't think I've run them by Mike just yet to to get anything approved. So I don't want to comment on those. We'll run by one of them right now. Take your favorite and give it to me right now. No, I live. don't want to, Mike. I'm ashamed. I'm oh, ashamed okay. of my ideas. Yeah. And they're all stolen from like various sports shows and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon the interruption. Is yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Uh, as far as, yeah, I mean, I get it. Uh, we, we, uh, like you said, we've talked about, you know, other guests. I've actually thought 
about reaching out to other dads from other podcasts. Yeah, you know, that'd not, be not, interesting. Not, not necessarily other dad podcasts, but other podcasts, you know, because this this other podcast that I follow where they talk about, you know, I got the kids and, and whatever. And I'm like, you know, maybe, maybe reach out to them and see if they want to do it. At the same time, I feel like they're just going to be like, all right, let's check their Twitter page. How many? So- no, not doing that show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't hurt to try, though. So it's true. It's true. But uh, the other things there, there is there might be a sister show to this show soon that has nothing to do with parenting, but has to do with people that are on it who happen to be parents who happen to be parents it's not a parenting podcast but it is a podcast featuring people from this show uh including both of us mm-hmm. so there's your tease until that is ready to go which it's not therefore i'm not gonna talk <laughs> well, about that's it. all you get just a little taster just, just a, taste. a little taster just yeah. a taste of of, of the, the friendliness and, and back and forth because you know people from this show are on that show and is it both of us? Is it one of us? Is the answer to that yes for both questions? Those are questions for another time. There's, I guess there's a tease. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you're really milking this thing. Holy cow. I really am. You I really got am. another 15 minutes to go. You can just end the whole podcast with it. Yeah. Let's just, just, just n- say a lot of things without saying anything at all <laughs> over and over and over again. But uh, yes. So thank you, everybody who... who you know, took a moment to ask a question, wrote in, thought about it, and then didn't, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. We even appreciate if you're like, maybe I'll do it, and then you completely forgot. That's okay. Yeah, you, you can you can write in at any time. It doesn't have to be only the 100th episode. That's for sure. It's true. It's true. But it I, we thought it'd be fun to, like, have something extra for this episode. Because, again, like, when we do get our wives to be on the show again. I'm sure some people like it. Those episodes do tend to get rated pretty high. <laughs> That's true. That's true. One of the people who's listening through the old ones got to the one where all four of us were sitting down and having a chat, and they're yeah. like, this episode is amazing. So Yeah, I mean, we, we should have done that for the 100th episode. Let's just erase all the stuff we just talked about. Right. Get the man okay. hair. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to go get Laura right now. <laughs> no. No, I'm not doing that. I'm yeah. not doing that. But hey, uh, speaking of of our wives and our families. Let's get into a regularly scheduled episode and let's say what's going on. What's been going on with you, Chris? Oh, Mike, we have embarked on the great adventure. We are doing potty training. Oh, yes, I've heard. Dear sweet God, it is the worst part of parenting by far. (laughs) (laughs) It is not even close to anything else that we've had to deal with. So... Yeah, so we're doing... I don't know what you call it. I'm calling it the pants-off potty training method. Basically, what you do is take off the diaper, take off the pants, and just, you know, where it falls, there it shall lie kind of situation. Mm -hmm. And then every time, you know, he pees, we tell him, oh, the pee goes in the potty and that kind of thing, and we move him over. And we started it on Saturday. It's Tuesday today. I would say uh, we're probably at like a 50 to 60% success rate where he just gets up, decides he has to go to the bathroom and sits on his little toy potty. So I would say not bad. For four days, he's he's doing a pretty good job. But my God, Mike, is that stressful? (laughs) I can imagine. Yeah, because it's one of those things is you can't let him... You know, we were at the point, and I'm sure William's the same, where you can be in the same room and he kind of plays quietly by himself and... 
and that's good. You can play on your phone. You can sort of half pay attention to what they're doing. You can relax. But now you're basically staring and watching him all the time and you're you're sitting him on the potty every 20 minutes and you know if he if you notice a tiny droplet of pee come from his penis you got to rush over there and then pop him on the potty and that kind of thing so it's been intense it, it, it's definitely it's definitely pretty hard and there's times where he'll push back you know because he's kind of tired of doing the same song and dance routine all the time and not that i can blame him but but yeah yeah it's tough man I, I I'm very much looking forward to maybe like two weeks from now when it's all over. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. I can I can imagine. I mean, I I, I know how nerve wracking it is now when I like open open up the diaper and he's got a full blown erection and you're like, oh shit, the gun is loaded. We gotta <laughs> we gotta get this thing back in its holster as quickly as we can. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, I can imagine. And from the sounds of it, we will be joining you on that race shortly. Oh, so, nice. So, yeah. So, I'll have my own experiences to follow that along with soon. But, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not excited for it. Yeah, no. It, it sucks. I talked to my mom group at work and they all agreed. that <laughs> <laughs> It's the worst part. Well, it, it's funny because we were kind of... Our hands are forced a little bit because... This is the last two weeks that we're working. I mean, not from home, but I'm taking two days off that whole song and dance where we're basically we can do two weeks in a row where he's constantly being monitored because after that, he goes back to daycare. Right. So right. 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 So it was like, yeah, we kind of have to do it now. And I know it's early compared to the average age nowadays, but, you know, it can be done. It will be done. And that's that's where I end off there. Yeah. See, we we were going to wait. Until after he was back at daycare for a little bit because we didn't want it to be too stressful. Right. But now he's like fish to water when it comes to daycare. Like, it's so funny. He's so good at daycare. Like, we were all worried that he'd be afraid going back and he's been fine. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because when I was off, because I've been off since Monday, Laura is like, you should take this time because you're off and go get William from daycare. Because Laura picks up William from daycare. Just the way our schedules work, I'll stay home and I will make dinner and Laura will drive up, get William at five and then bring him home and then dinner's ready and, and blah, 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 blah. Sure. Because I'm off. She's like, why don't you go get him? Go up at like four o'clock and grab him and and then bring him home and I'll make dinner. Like she'll, she just grabbed something simple and threw it in the oven so that way it would be ready by the time we got home. And she's like, it's like the best part of my day going to get him and i go and and he's there and he sees me and he waves and and he comes running over and he gives me the biggest hug and and i love him so much and it's like oh see it makes every moment of my day better and and i'm like okay okay this sounds nice i'm gonna go and as i go and i pick him up and i see him in the window and he looks at me and he gets all excited and I'm like, oh, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes like the most exciting thing ever. And like they open the door and out he comes and, and I pick him up and I expect a big hug and he just like looks around. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just put you in the stroller and I put him in the stroller and he looked around and he was looking at me like, where's my treat? Because what we've started to do, because we had to pick him up at five, he used to eat dinner at five. Oh, right. Okay. So we've been giving him Cheerios to, to munch on for the ride home. So I picked him up early. So I didn't think he would need food because it would be early. So he just looked at me like, where's my goddamn Cheerios? <laughs> 
And then he started to cry because I produced no Cheerios right. because I didn't bring any with me because I didn't think we would need them. And and like he cried the whole walk home because nice. I, I walked him home in the stroller. And I get back and Laura's like, how was picking him up? And I'm like, he was like, he waved at me and then he cried the entire way home. And she's like, oh, well, that's unfortunate. And I'm like, yeah, it wasn't, it kind of was a little disappointing. And she's like, I might have oversold it. And I'm like, I think you did. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, that's, that's too bad, Mike. That's, that's yeah. unfortunate. That's why you never mess with routine. You know, Tiff tries to get out of reading the book sometimes at night. And it's like, no, you can't do that because Ben is not going to accept it. And obviously, William did not accept this either. Well, the funny thing is, speaking of the book routine, our book routine is slowly changing. Oh. Yeah. Because William's back at daycare, he gets worn out and he's tired. Okay. And it's it's gotten to the point, I think I'm, I've mentioned this on the show before, that William will walk over to bed when he's ready to go to bed. Right. And tries to climb in and whatever. Yeah. So, we would we would read his stories. And then when we finish the stories, we'd be like, okay, time for bed. And we put him down and he'd walk over to get into bed. And then we'd pick him up and put him in. Mm-hmm. Well, now, when we're trying to get him ready for bed, he just is like, all right, time to go. And like bypasses the stories entirely. You know, <laughs> we're, we're lucky if we get one into him right, before, right. before he's like, no, okay, I'm done. It's time to get down kind of a thing. And and yeah, so he's been bypassing the stories completely because he's been so tired lately. So, I mean, you say don't mess with the routine. He's messing with the routine. And I think Laura's very upset because she's like, but I, get, I, get, I, I, I snuggle him when, when, when we read and now I don't get to snuggle him because I'm not reading. Like, they, Laura's very upset. She's going to go <laughs> cry and I'm going to have to get her her Cheerios. Yeah. You might have to just sit on her lap and she can read you a story or something like that, right? <laughs> it's basically the same thing. You guys like the same size, right? Uh, right. Well, you yeah. want to notice the difference. That sounds like the worst Dear Penthouse letter ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, that's Well, you can always try putting them to bed earlier, I guess, right? I know. But, that's the thing. Like, because... Does it backfire? Because he's been waking up like very close to 6 a.m. every day now because he's been putting himself in bed earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, what time does he go to bed then? Like, he, we, we put him in bed. Like, we, we, what the plan is, is we start the bedtime routine at 6 30. Yeah. And then he's in bed for seven. Yeah. Okay. So, it's the same way we do. Yeah. But now he's like, no, 6 45. It's, I need to be in that bed. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like pumping things very fast, like an extra 15 minutes early, he's going to bed. And I feel like it's an extra 15 minutes he's waking up earlier in the day because my alarm is set for 620 generally. Mm-hmm. And usually I'm awake in before he is and I can just lie in bed and be like, you know, shocked at the, the fact that I'm awake and alive, you know, just kind of sit there for five minutes and then I could hear him start making noise and then I'll go up and, and get him or Laura will. Well, now he's up before us and we're like, oh God. And we're like stumbling into the room half asleep and trying to fix it. And yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting. Uh, I was going to say, I, I don't think Tiff and I don't set alarms anymore because Ben always wakes up before we do, but we've gotten in the habit now of we basically make him sit in his bed until seven o'clock. Oh, really? Eh? Because, you know, because I mean, it was a point where he was waking up at like quarter to six, six o'clock. It's like, this is mm-hmm. unacceptable. So yeah, now he just sits there and he kind of plays with his toys and stuff in his bed because he's got his, his bunny and everything like that. So yeah. 
usually we let him sit and play. Mm-hmm. But when he's done playing, he gets up, throws his toy over the side, and then gets upset that he doesn't have his toy. Yeah, but then he's got to learn that if he does that, that's too bad. The toy's now gone, right? Fair, fair. Yeah. Maybe that's that's the, the trick. That's what we have to do. Yeah, sometimes it's that cold cold parenting, I guess, right? Yeah, where yeah, you're there just like... Go. We're giving parenting advice. I mean, you were right, Mike. Parenting advice in the guise of a story. Stories. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. You're there so go. smart, Mike. I know. I mean, this is this is why this is why I saved our family so much money. And this is something that I, I you know, like I wanted to bring up because after last week's Sweatbox episode where I sat in basically my underwear in the dark recording our show because our air conditioner was broken... I fixed our air conditioner. Look actually. at you, Mike. What a man's man. <laughs> yes. And when I say I fixed our air conditioner, I figured out what was wrong with it and saved everyone a lot of time and money. <laughs> well, that's still good, though, Mike. Yes. So what ended up happening? Because if you recall, we were at this point where it was like, we have no air conditioning. Do we wait for our guy or do we call a new guy? Because our guy was on vacation. Well, after... Maybe two days of us having no air conditioning and being like, okay, we don't want to call over the weekend because it will cost way more to do a service call on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So we're going to give it a couple of days. Well, Tuesday morning, I was just sitting there like I was taking I was taking garbage bins to the back or something like that. And all of a sudden, I had this like sitting there looking at the air conditioner being like, God, I just want to, like, wouldn't it be great if I turned on the air conditioning and then this worked? That would be fantastic, wouldn't it? So I just turned it on because, you know, we have a Nest thermostat so I can do stuff from my phone, right? Yeah. So I'm standing there looking at the air, the condenser, the air condenser, if you recall from last week's yes, episode. Yes, that's right, yes. The condenser. So I'm standing there looking at the condenser and and I turn on the air conditioning in the house using the, the Nest thermostat app. And it starts going, eh, and that's it. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. The last time, this thing just was dead. It didn't make any noise. So what's going on here? So I hop on the Google, and I Google air condenser, buzzing, no fan. Mm-hmm. And this video pops up on YouTube. And the video says, it's this guy, and he goes, hey, if this is your problem, it's quite possibly that a capacitor has failed in your air condenser. And I'm like, okay, I don't really know what that means, but go on. So the guy says, what you can do is you can take a screwdriver and when it's making this buzzing noise, just whack the fan with the screwdriver. If you, if you whack it counterclockwise, it'll start the fan up again. And I'm like, that would be really nice, wouldn't it? So I go get myself a screwdriver and I stuck it through the bars at the top, you know, because, you know, safety first. Yeah. Like, right. Yep. And I whacked, I whacked the fan and sure enough, son of a bitch, that fan started spinning and my air conditioner came on and my house filled with, with cool indoor breezes. And I was delighted. <laughs> well, that's very exciting, Mike. Yes. So we we were like this we got to see if this is a fluke and we just let it run like i i would let it run all day cuz our house was like we normally keep our air conditioning at like 23 degrees in the house yeah and our house was 29 degrees when i got it running that's pretty damn hot yeah yeah so first i set it to 27 
And I'm like, let's see what happens when it gets to 27. Got to 27, no problem. So then I set it to 25, got to 25, no problem. I'm like, okay, let's get down to 23. Let it go and let it get down to 23. And then, and this was like an all day affair because of course it took all day to get from 29 to 23. Sure, right? yeah. So at the end of the night, it was cool. So we're like, okay, well, it's it's a cool night. Let's open all the windows, turn it off, and let's see if tomorrow we can make this happen again. So next day, I did it again, and it, and it worked. And I'm like, awesome. Okay, this is this is good. Uh, but uh, for, unfortunately, because it was a much smaller window of what it needed to go from, it t- it turns off because you know when your your air conditioning makes it to the number you tell it to, it stops for a while. Right. Yeah. So it's it would stop, and then what would happen is it would turn back on, and we didn't know it had turned back on, and the fan would just not be running, and it would be going. Eh. Right. Yeah. So we would just turn it off, and then when it got hot enough, I'd turn it back on and I'd whack it with the screwdriver and off it would go again. And and we did this for, I don't know, maybe three, four days. And then I messaged the guy and I said, hey, we're going to wait for you to come back from your vacation because he was coming back in September, if you remember, mm-hmm. because this is not an emergency anymore. I figured out how to get it running. And and then one day I turned it on and I'm standing there with my screwdriver waiting for it to, to not work. And it worked. It just worked on its own. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. And then we went and we tried to do it again later. And sure enough, it started working again. And I'm like, hmm, I still would like to have the guy come check it out. <laughs> but, yeah. but the fact that it's just working on his own is, is fantastic. So sure enough, our guy, we call him. He's like, okay, great. I'll come by when I get back. And he messaged us. He actually came by early. He was like, hey, I'm just home. I'll come by. And we're like, okay, like, thanks for coming. So he popped in and he's like, so what, what's going on? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that it's this. And it's funny because Laura was the one, technically I texted it to, because Laura's like, I keep forgetting to tell him that you fixed it because she texted him initially to mm-hmm. be like, hey, everything's broken kind of a thing. He misunderstood. I thought it was our furnace that the fan was broken in. So when I told him like, oh yeah, this is what I did. And he's like, interesting. Cause he was like, how did you stick a screwdriver in where the fan is on the furnace? Cause like you'd have to like remove a whole bunch yeah, of shit. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, interesting. Okay. So he goes down and he starts taking the furnace apart. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's the condenser. And he's like, oh, oh, okay. Okay. And, and so he goes outside of the condenser and I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure the capacitor is the problem. And he's like, okay. And he opens it up and he looks at the capacitor and our capacitor is rusted to shit. And like it's bent in the top corner. And he's like, yep, that means it's about to die. And I'm like, fantastic. (laughs) He goes back to his truck. He pulls out a shiny new condenser, throws it in. He was here for maybe half an hour. And then he was like, yep, done. And it was incredibly cheap. Like we thought we thought we were going to be paying thousands of dollars for a brand new air condenser. Mm -hmm. And it was less than $100. Yeah. Well, if you're just replacing a single part. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. He spent more time. Because the guy, like, we really like our, the, the reason we wanted to wait for our AC guy is because he's a good guy and we trust him. We spent more time talking to him after he was done about horror movies than we did about, like, him coming and repairing the, the issue. Right, right, right. Like, we just shot the shit for a while after he was done. And I'm like, he's been here longer 
talking to us and then he's been here fixing things i mean we'd already paid him so like he didn't charge us for being there talking about horror movies or anything but Mm -hmm. yeah like we like we generally like him and we'd recommend him to somebody if if so we you know we were just sitting and talking and it was so funny that he was here longer talking to us about you know horror movies than he was talking to us about what was wrong with our our air condenser so yeah by the way his recommendation is you should watch the host on shutter because it is very spooky all right. Well, maybe he could be one of our first guest hosts. <laughs> he's, he's got he's got four kids. Four okay, kids. we can ask him how insane he is. <laughs> his his oldest, I think he said, was twenty two, and his youngest is twelve. I think he said. Man, so crazy. Yeah. So there you go. We have my AC guy. <laughs> What's it like having a full time career where you're out and about all the time and weird dudes are like, I fixed it with a YouTube video. And you're like, yeah, sure you did. <laughs> and then it turned out that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. You stuck what? Where? Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Well, that was the thing too. Cause I watched the video and the video is like, here's how to fix it. And I'm like, not doing that. <laughs> I can pay that guy to do it. Yeah. For yeah. sure. For sure. But yeah, so yeah, all is well here. We're all nice and cool and uh and and we saved some money doing it thanks to some random dude on YouTube. I should have been I should have wrote down the video to be like thanks to this guy who who helped me fix that. But uh yeah, that that's 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 the breaks. I didn't write it down, so no one will ever know. Yeah. You have to Google it yourself or YouTube search it yourself. Yeah, air condenser buzzing no fan that's what i that's what i googled yeah and you'll find it probably the first or second result i'm sure right yeah for sure is youtube not the best for that i i know we're going on a tangent here now but i search stuff on youtube all the time on how to re- like fix something or replace something and then there's always like somebody out there has always got a video on this yeah i've definitely like used it to to fix like problems with my computer and like my laptop my work laptop has a problem with disconnecting from the internet mm-hmm. and I, I watched a video on youtube where it was like oh yeah just go into the settings and click this button and it will fix it and i'm like oh good to know and now i don't have problems <laughs> with my laptop and the internet so yeah no it's fancy fun mm-hmm. and there's all sorts of devices that you can watch youtube on so let's get into some news and talk about some fancy new devices why don't we yeah mike we have a lot of tech news this episode is gonna go long as hell just so everybody knows it's episode 100 why not right yeah yeah it, it only screw me on the edit it because i have less you time don't to, need edit to edit it mike just put it in in all of its beauty except for that part where you're reading nikolai's letter because my god <laughs> it is it is brutal definitely get laura to teach william how to read not not you mike i'm sorry laura's got some dyslexia oh great great so she'll definitely do better (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna say maybe pass it off to daycare then or something like that (laughs) yeah we're we're spoiled for choice when it comes to news so I'm going to let, let you go because I just rambled on about air condensers for a really long time. You pick. What would you like to chat about? First? Let's let's pick the most boring one and get it out of the way because this has been burning a hole on my list for weeks now, Mike. Mm-hmm. The folding phones are back. Okay. Yep, yep. Yeah. So we have two new choices. We have the Samsung Galaxy Fold 2 coming in at a cool $2,000 American US, money, yes. which oh is God. insane. It is insane, but they've promised they fixed all the problems with the old one. I don't remember if you recall, but people were basically peeling the screen off as if it yes. were like a screen protector. I the remember thing that. was shattering and breaking. 
apparently, Mike, they fixed that now. So we will we will see if they've actually fixed it. I still no no. You know what? I'm gonna go my rant in just a second because Microsoft also has a folding <laughs> phone now too. the The Microsoft Surface Duo phone is a a cheap, paltry fourteen hundred dollars US. Oh, much cheaper. Yeah, and it actually kind of takes the approach of like literally two phones sort of attached at the hinge. I don't know if you've seen like the Microsoft Surface Book. It's kind of similar-ish to that. Yeah, yeah. But this this boy is a thick boy. It is it is almost a centimeter thick. Like that is that is a big ass phone to have in your yeah. pocket all the time. But yeah, they're taking sort of the approach of it's like a mini computer more than a, a phone. But again, my my question still is is do you really need a, a fucking folding phone? Don't forget to bleep that. Uh, like a phone like that i i don't see the value in this thing mike like if you want something that has extra screen real estate get a little mini computer right and you know if you want something that fits in your pocket get a regular phone i just don't see i don't see why you'd want this like would you pick up a folding phone even if it was like 200 bucks or something like that yeah you know i've seen the value in a certain example, and and it's similar to the, the Surface Duo. There's a an LG phone that it's a regular phone, but they have an attachment for it that is a second screen. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching a video for it, and I mean, in this case, this is when it makes sense to me. Which means that the Samsung Galaxy Fold doesn't make sense to me because that screen is is not the same kind of a thing. What they did with this one was they flipped open. The, the inside screen. So it's more like the duo where there's one screen on top, one screen on the bottom, and then the back, there's no extra screens yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah, like things like a the, Nintendo DS almost. Yeah, 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 but all screens. And what they were doing was on one screen, they were holding the phone landscape. They're holding a phone landscape. And the top screen was a YouTube video. And then the bottom screen was them texting somebody or or something like that so Mm -hmm. that's the use case that i can see is if you have like you're already watching something and somebody texts you and you're like oh okay well i don't want to stop my movie kind of a thing like that's the scenario i see or or what if you're watching something and then you're taking notes on it you know like that's the use case for it but otherwise that's not something I see happening a lot. Uh, no, you know? and that seems like easily solved by true multitasking, right? It's just, oh, you, you want to bring up your messages and leave YouTube up? Just split the screen in half, you know? Like, I, I imagine if you're busy watching a movie, you're not going to have a full-blown conversation with somebody, but I don't know. I just, I, I just can't get there. Maybe I've just reached that age where I don't see the value. Like, the only thing I could ever see it for would be, like, gaming, yeah, but then at the same time, you know, buy a Nintendo Switch or something. I, I guess it's another piece of equipment to drag along with you, but I don't know. It'd be a better experience overall. Yeah, I mean, maybe the the Surface will be very good to use for XCloud. You know, like you you got your game up on the top and you got your buttons down at the bottom. Because I don't know about you, have you ever tried? No, you didn't because you sold your PlayStation. I was going to say, have you ever tried to play the remote play on your cell phone? Uh, I never did it on my cell phone. I did it on my computer just to sort of see if it works. Yeah. Yeah. If you do remote play on your cell phone, the buttons are imp- they're superimposed over top oh, okay, of, okay. of the gameplay. And like, that's not helpful. Also, a touchscreen for a console game is is 
atrocious. No, exactly. I mean, but if, if you're going to do that, just get one of those, like a Bluetooth controller, you know, that yeah. has a little phone holder on it. Because obviously, if you care that much, you probably want a reasonable gaming experience, right? Yeah, definitely. So, but anyway, you heard it here first. Folding phones are stupid. <laughs> unless <laughs> unless they look like 90s throwbacks like the Razer. Yeah. No, wait. Yeah. That phone was atrocious too. Yeah. Well, I think that's what you said before. I mean, I, I get folding if it's like a Razer and you're you're compressing the size. But to have like two phones mashed into one, like some sort of weird sandwich, I don't get it. I, I'm, I'm just not there, Mike. Okay, so if, so if you just took a regular iPhone and folded it in just half, you're cool it with that. Half. That would be okay. I, I'm I'm more okay with that than I am <laughs> with like closing the book. Yeah. Okay. Two phones stuck together, bad. Yeah. Crush your phone, good. One okay. one crush phone, not quite as bad, but still okay. in the sub good range. Yeah. Well, speaking of playing video games on your phone, uh, you're still not playing Fortnite on your iOS devices anytime soon. That's for sure. No, no. The the judge has uh, officially had a ruling on this. So good news is they are not allowing Apple to block the Unreal Engine from playing on their devices. So that's yes. good for all, a substantial number of, uh, of gaming uh, groups out there. But they are not allowing Fortnite back on unless they comply with Apple's wishes. So I don't know what we're going to call this, like a 50-50 win, I guess, at this point. Oh, it's a zero-sum game. Okay. Go ahead. Explain that, Mike. Do you not know what a zero-sum game is? I know what a zero-sum game is, but I really want to know what what you mean in this context. Well, it's a no one wins. Okay. But no one loses. I don't know. I guess some people are losing. (laughs) (laughs) It's not quite a zero-sum game then. Yeah. But yeah, it was interesting because Microsoft actually spoke up in favor of of Epic in regards to the Unreal Engine anyway. But it it still is a real divisive stance online, man. People are are, are very much, they're either with us or against us on this 30% thing. Yeah. And and I don't know. I just, I'm just not there. I think they just lower the price a little bit, you know, make it 20%. Well, the funny thing is, is once Apple does it, it's going to be everybody because, I mean, Google, they went after Apple and they went after Google. Yeah. Well, everybody else's store is exactly the same. Like if you buy something off the Xbox store or you buy something off the Sony store on your console, Mm -hmm. Sony and Microsoft take a 30% cut. Nintendo takes a 30% cut. So like, you know, it's funny that Microsoft is backing Epic on their on their thing like obviously they they backed them for the unreal thing not for the for the other thing yeah yeah they've they've got some uh they've their own agenda yeah yeah but it's basically in that case if they're like yeah you know apple stop giving 30 percent to people then you're you're you know also look at me i'm doing the same thing (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i guess in the world of online stores microsoft is very small have you ever gone on the windows store before not on the windows store but i mean brutal it is so bad the xbox store i feel like gets a lot more traction oh i guess that's true yeah that's true good point mike touche that's what i'm here for i'm here to bring a different side to the experience yeah as a guy who doesn't play games on PC. <laughs> yeah, but it's still it's still an experience nonetheless. That's right. It, this is true. This is true. Yeah. So anyway, we'll, we'll see where this goes. I know Tim Sweeney, who's, I don't know, the owner, I guess, of Epic. 
yeah owner slash president slash ceo yeah he is doubling down and he's not going to relent so this is going to drag on forever so i mean we will continue to provide updates over the next 200 episodes and then let you guys all know but but here we hear mike this is something more up your alley we're talking about direct sales and stuff the ps5 is opting for direct sales based on previous internet and PlayStation Network activities. So for the first time ever, you can buy a PS5 directly from Sony rather than having to wait in line at Best Buy or or whatever to get one. Yes. Um, But it's based on basically how loyal have you been to us in the past? So it's an interesting way for them to to really dip their toe into this this whole thing. Yeah, and there's I I know they're they're receiving a lot of flack because people are like, are you serious? Like now I have to like, you know, I have to have like a job interview to be able to pre-order your console. Yeah, it's like prove your loyalty to me. Yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I will say that I did put in because of course I did. I did put in to see if I could get onto the pre-order list. Sure, yeah. And when it comes to my loyalty. I am literally wearing a PlayStation t-shirt right now <laughs> as we talk. The only PlayStation console I do not own is the PlayStation VR. I own everything else. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, hell, if they can look at my trophy list and see how many Vita Platinums I have, then they got to be like, whoa, this guy. Well, that's, I, that's what I was going to say. When I read this, it's like, well, Mike's in. I mean, I can't see any scenario when he is not, you know, I mean, I would I would like to think that I would be in, but you never know. Maybe they're also looking and seeing like, now is this guy also on Twitter and really popular on Twitter kind of a thing? Oh, like, maybe, yeah. Because, you know, some people use the same usernames as as everything, right? So, you know. Well, or, or maybe how many like reports you have against you on like multiplayer games, although not that you play too much multiplayer stuff, but that's also true. But you know what? You know, it could be interesting, though, is I was wondering if they're they're doing this because they could save a lot of money or so they could make more money selling directly rather than, you know, kind of through a retailer. Yeah. The, the thing that I heard was that they're doing this so that. Because they didn't make as many consoles as they wanted. So supplies will be limited. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that they want the people who want it the most to have it, essentially. Right. But like, I get it. I mean, I still applied, but I still think it's a really kind of a dumb way to do it, you know? But And even on top of that, that's not even a guarantee that I'm going to get in. Because one, I have to be vetted to be, you know, a fan enough to be able to pre-order. And second, if I don't pre-order in time, then I lose my window and I'm out of luck. You know, like if they send me, they send me my invite, I only have like a certain amount of time to, to answer it. And if Mm -hmm. I don't get it in time, then I got to wait and be like every other schmuck who's not important enough and not wearing their PlayStation (laughs) (laughs) t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. You're just treated like the rest of those peasants out there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, and we still don't know what the price is of this stupid thing yet either. That's also true. And another thing, I don't know if you saw this because this, this came out today. And when I saw it, I was like, Oh no. And then there was like a rebuttal and it was like, Oh yay. So, Ubisoft put together a thing on their website that was like explaining the PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5 transfers. Mm -hmm. 
Because when when you buy a lot of games, and they did the same thing with PlayStation 3 to PlayStation 4, is when you buy the old version on the old console, you are opted in to get a copy of the new version on the new console kind right. of a thing. And they were they have this FAQ about how it works and how it, and you know, like, oh, you're entitled to the PS5 copy if you buy the PS4 copy. Well, hidden on this page, actually not hidden because people noticed it, was a spot that said, what about PlayStation 1, 2, or 3 games? And Ubisoft wrote on their website, PS5 will not play PS1, PS2, and PS3 games. And all these news sites picked that up and were like, there's our answer. Because I, that's something that I've brought up before. I want to be able to play my PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, and PlayStation 3 games on PS5. Yeah, why not? But here's the answer. No, you can't. And then Ubisoft scrubbed that from their website. So whether that was because people were noticing and they weren't supposed to say that, or because that information was wrong, we're going to have to wait and find out. But I feel like that's probably going to be the answer, which makes me sad. I think so, too, which is too bad. I I, I suspect that they'll probably sell, maybe not necessarily remastered versions of some of the old classics on their store, but, you know, like a a brought back to life kind of version, maybe. But yeah, that's it is too bad because I, I don't know. I like the fact that's the one thing I like about PC gaming is games I bought back in 1995, you know, with a little bit of fiddling around, I can get working again like i don't need to have an old computer stored away that i you know pull out of the closet every now and then when i need to right so it's it'd be nice for these for the same thing for you guys for to be able to pull out you know your old game and play it being and enjoy it and then put it back away because you're not going to play it that often right yeah and the fact that xbox can do it because yeah. the series x plays games back to the original xbox yeah, the everything for- yeah yeah, it, from what I understand, it doesn't play every single game because they had to like make a list that was like, this works. This doesn't crash the second you load it up. Yeah. So they had to like vet games. And additionally, I feel like there's certain people that they were like, well, that company doesn't exist anymore. So we can't talk to them about bug fixes or or things like, well, we're never going to get the license for Ford versus Ferrari again. You know, like things like <laughs> yes, that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But that's that's a feather in their cap that I'm like, that's a neat reason to own an Xbox. Again, that doesn't help me because I don't have a surplus of Xbox games that will that I can carry into the future kind of yeah. a thing. I have a surplus of old PlayStation games that I can carry into the future. I mean, I'm still buying. Like, I just bought two. I bought three old games. I bought an X-Files game for PlayStation 1 because Laura loves X-Files. Mm-hmm. So we've been playing that. It's a point-and-click adventure game. We've been playing that on the PlayStation 3 because the PlayStation 3 plays PlayStation 1 games. Right. Fancy how they can do that there, but there's a big question mark over whether or not <laughs> the PS5 can. Yeah. And additionally, I bought Everything or Nothing, which is a James Bond game for the PlayStation 2. It is actually the last piece of James Bond-related media that Pierce Brosnan ever worked on. That's pretty cool, actually. Yes. And it's actually like done like a movie, like Willem Dafoe is the bad guy and like Shannon Elizabeth is the Bond girl. Oh, is it like an FMV? Uh... No, it is, they, they made like models of them and all of the actors are in it. Nice. Yeah. And uh, also I picked up uh, Black, Just Black. The name is Just Black. Yeah. The game's Black, which is a first person shooter that I've heard a lot of great things about that I haven't played yet. I haven't been able to hop on either of these. But I mean, like, 
those games are like 10 bucks each and they're supposed to be really good. So yeah. I'm excited to play them. And wouldn't it have been great to just throw them in my shiny new console and play them in HD and, and maybe they load slightly faster, you well, know? Exactly. I mean, I, I, again, we, I think we've talked about this before. It's like the same with the controllers and stuff. Well, if Xbox can do it, I don't see why the King can't do it. And if Xbox can play all these old retro games, <laughs> why the hell can't you do it on the PS5? Like these these consoles are more than powerful enough just to throw on some shitty emulator on there, you know, and then play the old versions that way. Yeah. Like I just don't I don't get why they're so opposed to doing it. Yeah, the the thing that doesn't make sense to me is I mean, I know that PlayStation 3 was like this magic machine that they made their own special processors for, the cell processors that were there where they're like nobody has ever made a computer as powerful as this and never will. And and from what I heard from like t- developers talking about it was yes, it was very powerful, but it was a pain in the ass to, yeah, to, to make games it, yeah. on and that's why there were so many games where if it came out on xbox and ps3 the xbox version was usually better because it was easier to make yeah so so that was a, a theme when it came to playstation 3 and and a lot of people are like that's why they'll never be able to emulate the ps3 properly because the cell architecture is so ridiculous but playstation 2 they re-released PlayStation 2 games on PS4. They made a PlayStation 2 emulator that runs on PlayStation 4. PlayStation 4 games play on PS5. How does that not carry I, over? I, I know, exactly. And I mean, the, the reality is, is that both the Xbox and the PS5 have AMD processors in them. So if if you can run an emulator on your computer, you can run the emulator on these devices. Because it's all the same architecture. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's not going to be at launch. It's going to be later. Yeah, they'll, they'll bust it out in like version two or something. Yeah. Or like when the slim version rolls out, maybe. Yeah, because that's what they did on Xbox. Like the Xbox One didn't have Xbox 360 and Xbox One or Xbox original Xbox One. Yeah. Backwards compatibility. That's That came later. They had to add it in in a software update. So I feel like that's where we're if we're going to get it at all. That's how it's coming. It's not going to come baked in when it launches. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild, Mike. I don't get it. Well, speaking of more more video game stuff, I guess. Yes. The Nintendo Switch is being slated to get an update uh, sometime in 2021. Yeah. Now, this wasn't official. Like, Nintendo didn't come out and say this, but there are sources that are saying, oh, no, this is already being made. And this is the new ultra higher powered Switch, which would possibly have 4K on it, which, I mean, really... They really need to have some sort of a new version to be able to keep up with what's going on. I mean, like the Switch now can handle ports of PS4 and Xbox One games, but they're always like incredibly handicapped. Oh, yeah. Well, and Nintendo is always... I guess opted for an underpowered device. Maybe it's a price decision or something like that. But I guess I think what the Switch can do 720p on the actual like portable side and 1080 on the when it's docked right yeah yeah that's exactly i mean even in that case some games don't reach 1080 when they're docked yeah so it would be it'd be nice to for once have like a powerful (laughs) nintendo product but we'll see i i i'm still not entirely sold on 4k gaming personally 
because I don't think I, there's not a huge leap in terms of like resolution and stuff between 1080 and, and 4K. Like, yeah, it'll look a little bit crisper, but does it look that much crisper? I I don't think so. I, I'd rather focus on frame rates than than resolution. You know, it's funny where I really finally saw the difference because I was like, I don't really care, right? Like, I, I played I play 720p games, I play 1080p games. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And then when I was watching the PS5 trailers on YouTube. And I was watching them on my monitor, like, cause my, my computer monitors, despite the fact that I've had these computer monitors for years, they go 4k. Oh, do they really? Yeah. Like I've had these monitors. I've had these monitors since like 2009, maybe. Yeah. And they go 4k. And, and like I, I threw on something and I was like, holy shit, that looks crisp. Like. You know, like yeah. it's just, it's just, that's the really the moment when I was like, shit, 4K is actually kind of nice. But the thing is, is I do not own a 4K TV. I own two 1080p TVs and I have a, a very handshake. Well, I don't, I have a very strong agreement, strong agreement with my wife that neither of those TVs will be replaced until they have died. <laughs> yeah. But, but okay. So I get it. I understand. Like I, I've got a, a 1440p monitor that I love. I bought when I got my new computer and yeah, I agree. It's, it's much crisper and you notice that stuff. But the reality is, is when you're playing console games, you're not sitting two feet from the screen. You're sitting, you know, what? Six feet away, eight feet away, 10 feet away. Are you going to notice on like a real fast paced shooter game like Call of Duty, I I would argue you're not. Fair. Yeah. Fair. So yeah, the more power is what you, is what what's needed. But even still, Switch could use more power for a lot of <laughs> Yeah, either games. way, yes. Either way, Switch could definitely use it. So we'll see. I mean, Nintendo definitely hit it out of the park with the first go around with the Switch. I can only imagine. Like they still can't keep it on the shelves today. Uh, I can only imagine how much more popular the 4K version will be or potential 4K version. Do you think they give it like a stupid name? Like I, I'm trying to think because there's <laughs> the switch, I mean, it's the a, switch U. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> do you, do you need it? If you, is it an accessory? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what happened with the Wii U is people thought it was an accessory for the Wii. Uh, I mean, there's already the switch light. Where do you go from there? Maybe the Switch Max or something like that. Uh, yeah, like because they're not going to say Pro because PlayStation has Pro. They could just do Switch 4K if if it actually is 4K. They could just say Switch 4K. That's the thing about the PlayStation Pro that ne- that I always was very like, what was why didn't they just call it the PlayStation 4K? Because it was a PlayStation 4 and it's a PlayStation 4 that does 4K. It should have called it PlayStation 4K. <laughs> you should have. You should mail your resume. Yeah, <laughs> this is a Sony right now. Like, listen, I, I Look, solved all your problems. And you I'm wearing a PlayStation the, the, T-shirt. You can say the <laughs> PS5 is the PlayStation 5G, even though it doesn't do any wireless. There stuff. you go. Yeah. There you go. Well, maybe maybe the PlayStation mid-tier one, like when they the mid-range before there's a six, they do a, a 5G one. Yeah, there you the go. 5G. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I'm in. I, I'll send them my re- like my gamer tag, and then they'll put they'll vet me on a list, and and then maybe I can get a job there. <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, but that's not all that's going on in in the world of games. There's also actually a big hubbub when it comes to Call of Duty Cold War. Sorry, 
Black Ops Cold War. Got to get all those subtitles in. Yeah, right? That's right. That's right. It's, it's the subtleties that really sell it, you know? My favorite part is that there's... I wish there was another colon in there just to sell how stupid that sound is, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I hear you. But it's not. It's, it's Call of Duty, colon, Black Ops Cold War. So, whatever. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway, why didn't they? Why didn't they just call it Call of Duty Cold War? That that's they have to have the old names in there. I, I mean, well, I think as Black Ops isn't Black Ops one of the Black Ops ones. I said it like nine times now, like one of the more popular Call of Duties of all times. Everybody's got like their favorite era or something like that. Yeah, the big popular eras when it came to Call of Duties was Modern Warfare and Black Ops. Yeah. There was because there was. Actually, yeah, there's four of both so far. There, there is Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Two, Three, and then Modern Warfare again because yeah, the, essentially the remastered version. Yeah, well, I guess it's no because they do have a remastered version. It was a reboot. Yeah, re-inspired or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And, and then there's four versions of Black Ops. Yeah, yeah, and then four versions of Black Ops, and then this one, which is now the fifth iteration of Black Ops. But yeah, the. The game got a bit of controversy over its pricing. So the US pricing for the regular version is 59.99, which is the sorry, that's the current gen version, 59.99, yes. which is what it's always been in the states for the last few years. But if you want the next gen version or both you have to pay because we were talking about how Ubisoft even said that they're doing all their their upgrading path. The upgrading path for Call of Duty is you have to pay sixty nine ninety nine if you want both. Yeah, if you want that upgrade, which it really it doesn't feel that bad to me because you're getting it on two different consoles. It saves you from you know the past where you had to buy it for fifty nine on one and then fifty nine on the other. So I'm okay with that. But yeah, we were they were talking about the NBA game a while back and how they were saying that. They were going to do this similar pricing too for next gen, and Ubisoft is doing the opposite. Ubisoft, they say that it's going to be fifty nine for you get both versions at fifty nine ninety nine kind mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, it's it's wacky, and I mean, if that's not even the craziest thing, did you hear about the entitlements when it comes to like if you bought a version with like just a physical copy of, of the game? No, I haven't heard any of this stuff. Okay, so if you buy a physical copy of the PS4 version, you get a copy of the PS4 version. If you get a copy, no, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to look this up because okay, I'm yeah. going to get this wrong because it's so ridiculous. And this isn't a situation where it's like you get the standard edition and the deluxe edition and the super deluxe, you know, ultimate edition. No, yeah, no, this is this is literally just for the regular edition, how how ridiculous it is to to figure this out. Because like uh, we've talked before about the um, smart delivery that Xbox has, where if you have smart delivery in like for your game kind of a thing, mm-hmm. then it will it'll automatically give you whatever the best version is, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, this is this is that kind of a situation where where this is how it works. So if you were to buy the physical version, and this is if you were to buy to the regular version and not this special, because th- I should mention the 69 price that gets you both is digital only. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So if you buy the physical, this is how it breaks down. If you buy the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One versions, 
they are playable on their next generation versions because of backwards compatibility. But it does not include any of the next gen features such as the higher frame rate or anything like that. Mm -hmm. If you buy the PS5 version of the game, it comes with the PS5 version of the game. If you buy the Xbox Series X version of the game, it comes with the Series X version and the One X version. Like, it's just such a weird situation. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't really. It's, it's just a weird thing. Like, why is the digital one so simple and the like the off the shelf one just ridiculous? I just don't understand. Do you remember when you could just buy a game and you didn't need a roadmap to figure out when you could play it and how it worked? Yeah, I, I definitely. <laughs> it's funny. I definitely feel that way when it comes to gaming. A lot of the times, like I look at all the drama and stuff that happens. And it's like, yeah, remember when I just used to go buy it and we just play it? And like, there's a thing online in multiplayer games, uh, especially competitive ones, called skill based matchmaking. And basically, the idea is that good players play against other good players and bad players against whatever. And it's like, yeah, I remember when you would just go and some days you just beat the shit out of everybody and other days you'd get the shit beaten out of you. And that was just how online games worked. And that still happens. It's only in fighting games, though. <laughs> oh, OK, OK. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, sometimes I feel like an old man with this stuff. It's like, yeah, it used to be so simple, you know? Yep. Yep. Now it's all complicated. And it'll happen to you too, young person listening. I don't know why you're listening if you don't have a kid. Go back to episode one before we have kids. And then you'll know. Uh, yeah, when we were so young and naive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you can go through and listen to the shows as you learn about what's going on with your kids. So episode eight, you have your kid. Go through that. That's that's it. I mean, that's the life cycle yeah, of, exactly. of, of you and, and, and this podcast. Anyway, <laughs> I think I think that's where we should end it for this supersized episode 100 of Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong, you can send an email to the dads at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at ptnerdsftdads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give it any whatsoever. Until next week, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon. Soon.